Hey guys, welcome back to the Spill Podcast. I am your host, Vivian Rose. So I'm so excited for today's episode because it is a collab episode with my friend. She is kind of like a mental health speaker. She talks all about mental health, self-improvement, things like that. She's super passionate about it, just like I am. And I'm so happy to have her on this episode. But let's go ahead and get into my weekly spill. So First of all, this episode is so special because I have a freebie for you all on planning your goals. And since this episode is how to plan and achieve your goals, I have a freebie that I made for you guys. You can just print it out and it is so cool. I will give you guys access to the freebie and I also made an ebook on becoming a positive thinker. So stay tuned to the end to get it and it's completely free. And yeah, stay tuned to the end and I will show you guys and tell you guys exactly how to get the free um goal achieving papers and the free ebook so i'm super excited for you guys to have that because it's my first ebook that i am releasing that is um associated with the podcast so i'm so excited now let's get into what i have been doing recently so here's my little weekly weekly recap so recently i purchased the book atomic habits and i am going crazy over it. i love it so much it is like the best book ever it's by james clear i got it from target for 11.99 it was on sale and i'm absolutely obsessed with it it is so so like just so productive and stuff like just reading it change your whole mindset on habits i don't want to spoil it for you guys in case you guys end up getting it but it's a really good book and i definitely recommend it so also, I took my finals this week, and it's also my last week of school, so I took my finals this week, and yeah, I did it in all my classes, and it's my last week of school, so I am basically done. There was not a mini episode this week because I did not have time to do a mini episode. I was taking all my finals this week, so I didn't really have time to record a mini episode, but I am back now. Happy Monday. So, also, I got new podcast equipment, and I'm so excited for that because um, my dad was so sweet and he bought me some new podcast equipment. I got this new um, microphone and it's so cool because like it goes, it like it attaches to my desk. I'll do a whole unboxing for it on my YouTube channel, but it attaches to my desk and it also has like a soundboard thing on it. My last podcast equipment thing that I had didn't end up working when I got it and I started to use it even more. It didn't end up working. So we got a new one. We, we um, returned the previous one and we got a new one and I'm so excited to use that one. I'll let you guys know how it works and stuff over on my YouTube channel when it comes in the mail. Also, I shipped off some Depop orders and I went shopping a ton this week. Go check out my YouTube video, um, Some Days of My Life. That shows, like, that's what it's called. Like, it's it's like a little weekly vlog. I got vlogged like a couple days of my week and I went shopping so much. I went to Bath and Body Works. I went to the mall, Forever 21. I went everywhere. And so I showed you guys and took you guys along with me on my little shopping trip all last week. So go check that out over my YouTube channel. I have all my social media links in the show notes down below so go check it out there now for this week's fashion icon it is the vivian westwood model stella maxwell she's literally so pretty she is vivian westwood model and she just captures the look so much i found out about her from the vogue diary of a model and i'm so obsessed i love her so much she's so pretty and she has like the most perfect personality and stuff she just seems so sweet all the time and i absolutely love that about her i love her blonde hair like I'm, i've always wanted to be a blonde and i just feel like it's so cool how her hair is like perfect blonde it's not too platinum not too dark it is the perfect color ever i love stella maxwell so much she's one of my favorite models and yeah i just love her style her off-duty look is supreme love it 
the quote of the week i actually have two of them because i just wanted to do two of them um i'm so excited i love my quotes of the week so number one is being a princess is what i do best and i love that because it's kind of like an affirmation and it is super cute and like dainty the second one is be the woman that you would look up to so this really helps you to realize and to see that you can become the dream girl that you always wanted to become just by changing your mindset and I love that quote so much because it has so much behind it in just a few words my journal prompt of the week is how is the way that you deal with your stress different now than when you were younger so I love that so much it is so good to journal self-reflection prompts self-awareness prompts different things like that for more prompts just go to Pinterest and type in journal prompts or mental health journal prompts I love those so much because they really do help you to discover yourself and notice your identity better my featured listener of the week is Sammy so her account name on pinterest is at it tastes like pepsi cola go check out her pinterest i will have it in the show notes down below and she actually commented on one of my posts on pinterest and said she loves my podcast so much that was so sweet thank you so much sammy i appreciate it so much but that is it for my weekly spill i tried to keep it short and sweet this week um because i took out a few things because i am doing a collab episode like in a few seconds you guys will get to hear it i'm so excited it turned out so well and yeah i'm so excited for you guys to hear it but um i didn't say my book of the week because i had said i was reading atomic habits in my weekly recap so like i don't like to read two books at once because i can't focus on the book so i like to just read one book at a time but i have been loving that book by the way but let's get right into the episode how to plan and achieve your goals Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be recording my very first collab episode with my friend and this is going to be so fun because we have a very special guest joining us today. She's one of my friends. She's super cool and passionate about health and wellness so you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Safia. I am in 11th grade. I'm really into health and health and wellness and also productivity and business. Um, I have my own businesses right now and starting clubs at my school. Um, I'm really excited to be here. So thank you for having me on, Vivian. Of course, this is going to be so fun. I have so many good questions for you. Okay, so let's get right into the episode. Number one is how do you plan your goals? Like what processes do you do to plan them out? And how would you say that you do that? So the first thing that I make sure I do is have intention when planning my goals, um, I like to ask myself questions before I get started so that I can have a clear idea of what I'm trying to plan out and what I see for myself in the future. So one of the questions I do ask is, how do I see myself in the future? So what characteristics do I have or traits or what do I do on a daily basis in, for my future self? So if I have an idea of what I would like to be in the future, I can kind of set some goals to work towards it so I also like to ask myself kind of going along with that like what qualities and skills does my future self have how do I interact in certain situations with my family my friends other stuff like that Um, and how can I begin to achieve these goals so what steps can I work towards right now on a daily or weekly basis to kind of start achieving these goals for the long term Um, For example, in 2022, for this year, 
my New Year's resolution was to improve in dancing. But instead of just having that as like a vague goal, I tried to make sure there was actionable steps for me to take to get closer to that goal. So what I told myself was that I was going to improve in a certain area of my dancing and then practice, learn about three dances a month and stretch daily so that I could get my splits because that was something I wanted to do to improve in dancing. So I did do that. So now I have my splits all the way down and I'm looking at old videos and I did improve a lot in my dancing. So by setting those actionable steps and asking myself those questions before getting started, I achieved my goals. Like I said, for the example of dancing, by asking myself those questions before getting started and kind of having an intention of exactly what I want for myself in the future, I kind of develop goals that align with what I want to do next in life. So I like to ask myself questions and then have a clear goal of exactly what I want to get done. Instead of having vague goals like getting better at dancing, I kind of made sure that it was exactly clear and I had actionable steps to where I wanted to go. So yeah, that's how I I plan my goals. I totally agree with that because I liked when you were saying um, about how it's not just making vague things and earlier when you had said you asked yourself questions and stuff I love how it's like identity based and it's just not some broad goal it's identity based goals so like who you want to become as a person and how you want to improve yourself with dancing and that's right. crazy that you can do the splits like I I could even thank you yeah. <laughs> okay um the next question is how would you determine if a goal is realistic or not Okay, so when determining if goals are realistic, it's kind of tricky sometimes. But if you're in any business classes or some classes in general, a lot of times they tell you about SMART goals. And basically what that is, is it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. So when setting goals, you have to make sure, like I said kind of earlier, that they are specific and not kind of broad. So Mm -hmm. like a lot of people set goals like, oh, I want to get more fit, but how are you going to work out or how are you going to get more fit so that you can achieve those goals? You have to make sure that they're specific. Then also measurable, like, oh, I want to do well in school. You can't really measure that exactly unless you know exactly what that means for you. Like does doing well in school mean passing all your classes or does it mean getting all A's? So you have to make sure it's measurable. So like, oh, I want to make sure that I go to classes every every day. I go to all my classes or I study for three hours a week. Those are examples of some measurable goals. Mm-hmm. And then also achievable. So um, if you want to grow your social media and you currently have zero followers saying that you want to have a million followers by the end of the year when you haven't really gained any at the start, is not really achievable goal. So you have to think about what you've done so far and kind of your lifestyle, how you're living right now and what you can realistically fit into what you're doing now. So you can make sure that it's achievable. All right, so you also have to make sure that the goals are achievable. So um, realistically if you set a goal to get 1 million subscribers from zero 
it probably won't happen realistically. You won't be able to achieve that in that set amount of time. So you have to make sure that when you're setting goals, it's achievable. Think about what you've accomplished so far and then kind of go from there. If you've um, consistently gained a certain amount of subscribers in a certain amount of time, you can use that and kind of gauge how many subscribers would realistically happen in that time frame. Um, of course, shoot high and make sure that your goals are not too low because you should push yourself and be hardworking, but just make sure that it's achievable for you and your lifestyle. If you want to read a lot more, don't try to push yourself to read 300 books in a year when that might not be achievable if you have a lot of stuff in your daily plan. So make sure that you think about your current lifestyle and what you're trying to get done and make sure that the goals kind of correlate with how you're already living. And then another thing for the SMART goals, the R stands for relevant. So think about you personally. How do you want to show up? What things are relevant to you? If you see somebody saying that they want to journal or meditate and those are their New Year's resolutions, those are their goals, you don't necessarily have to put those as your goals. If that's not specific to you and that doesn't align with your current intentions or what you want for yourself, then you don't have to do it just because somebody else is. Make sure that the goals are relevant to what you're working towards. If you're a dancer, then work towards something correlated with dancing. Or if you want to improve in your studying, then do that. But make sure that it's relevant to what you're currently working towards. And then the last one for the SMART goals is timely. So kind of going along with what I said before, um, realistically, 1 million subscribers in a year might not be possible. Of course, I'm not saying that you can't do it. You probably Some people might be able to do it, but just make sure that the goals are timely. So set a realistic time frame for what you want to complete. For me, I have many business goals. Um, I have my own Etsy shop. So I try to create goals that I think I can realistically do in the time frame that I set. And I'll set smaller time frames so I can kind of see where I'm at see where I'm going, and then adjust my goals from there. You can always adjust goals and change it. Nothing's set in stone. So just make sure that your goals follow these main components. You want, you can Google smart goals. Um, there's help all over the internet for creating goals that is around these this template, these bullets. Um, yeah, so make sure it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. That's how I make sure my goals are realistic. Yeah, and I love when you were talking about the R and SMART goals when you said you don't have to copy other people's goals because it's really difficult sometimes to take inspiration and not copy exactly. other people. Like if you're watching, yeah, like a YouTube video or you're watching like a TikTok or something, you see other people doing all these other things and you feel kind of pressured to do the same things they're doing, but at the end of the day, you need to do things that are going to benefit you and what you're doing in your life. You don't have to copy all these other people. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Um, I also, I got some questions about people asking about self-discipline and how it applies to achieving your goals. So how would you apply self-discipline when achieving your goals? Um, okay. So like I said before, I constantly like to remind myself 
of my goals and what I'm trying to work towards. So when you have self-discipline, when achieving goals, you have to make sure that most of the things that you're doing throughout the day are aligning with your goals for yourself and you're working towards your goals on a daily basis. Um, For example, if I catch myself scrolling on Instagram, which happens, like I'm not perfect, I will scroll on Instagram for a long time or um, TikTok. It does, I do have to do um, Instagram a little bit because I do have my own account on there. So it's kind of a fine line between scrolling too much and working, which I'm something I'm going to be working on throughout the rest of this year and next year. But yes, yes. (laughs) So when you're scrolling on Instagram, just take a little step back and think, is what I'm doing right now getting me closer to my goals? The answer to that question might be yes. You might be taking a break or giving yourself a little brain break from what you've been doing all day. You might have had a really good day or you might not even have had a great day. You might have had a slow day and you're just giving yourself the rest you need. So the answer to the question might be yes, depending on where you're at currently. But the answer to the question might be no. Maybe you could be working out. Maybe you could be studying. Maybe you could be going outside and getting some fresh air as your break instead of just mindlessly scrolling without an intention in mind. So make sure that when you're setting goals and trying to achieve them, have self-discipline and actually ask yourself these questions and give yourself the right answer. Like truthfully answer these questions for yourself so that you know what if what you're doing is getting you closer to where you want to be. Um, I also think kind of going along with that is I like to put on Do Not Disturb on my phone and my uh, other devices and put them away. I will literally take all of my devices, put them in a pile, put them in a drawer, give them to somebody in my house so that literally they I can't go on my devices because they oh, will distract yes. me. Yes. So <laughs> I, I'm still working on that. That's something I'm working on because literally if I see my phone, I will most likely pick it up and start doing something that doesn't necessarily align with what I'm supposed to be doing now. Of course, there's nothing wrong with scrolling necessarily. Like you can go on Instagram, you can go on TikTok, Pinterest, whatever. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's nice. I like to go on those apps, but when you're doing something, it's best to stay focused on what you're doing. So I like to use self-discipline by putting my stuff away (laughs) and making sure that I don't get distracted. Put on Do Not Disturb. You can also, um, depending on what type of phone you have, you can set certain work limits so that certain people can text you. So let's say your mom texts you, you'll get their notification and not other people or not from other apps or just completely silence your phone altogether. Um, There's also some app limits that you can set because a lot of times you do need to use your devices for other things. So you can set time limits for Instagram or time limits for YouTube so that you don't Um, spend too much time just mindlessly scrolling and it can remind you to step back and remember your goals and see if what you're currently doing is aligning with that so those are some things that I like to do to apply self-discipline yeah I totally agree with you about that because there's nothing wrong with scrolling and stuff you just have to have a balance and put the important things first so if you have a test that you may need to study for you need to look and see which one is more important. And hopefully you would say studying is more important than like scrolling through right. TikTok or something like that. 
And so you do have to put the important things first. And then when you get done, that can be kind of like a little reward for you. And set like a timer, maybe like 10 minutes or something. So you won't just be mindlessly scrolling and just find yourself like it's been 30 minutes and I'm on TikTok. Like I could be doing something better. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and I agree with the thing that you said, you put your phone in like a whole nother room because it can be so distracting sometimes. Like sometimes I'll get notifications from like Pinterest or like, um, like a new videos out like on YouTube or something. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so tempting not to watch this video. (laughs) So just leaving it out of my sight is a lot better than trying to like hold myself against the table where my phone is and stuff. Um, and, yeah, I put my, my phone on Do Not Disturb a lot because it's just better that way because it kind of, like, um, gives you, like, an urge to let me respond to this text really fast or let me do this, let me do that. Of course, like you said, like, um, leave your mom or your dad, like, available to text so you can see their messages. But just, like, your friends maybe while you're doing something, you can focus on what you need to do and rather not socialize at the time. So I totally agree with that because I do that um, – with my friends a lot (laughs) when I do my schoolwork I do send out like that focus thing that says she is busy right now like I do that all the time um the next question is how would you go about setting long-term goals okay that's a good question so for me like I said before I just want to know where I'm going to be in the future I keep saying this over and over again but I think it's really important to just have an idea of what you want to be in the future. Of course, this could change. I know that most of my future goals will probably change as I get more knowledge or learn new things in the future or just change. So I know that I most likely won't have the same goals I have now, but I want to work towards the goals that I have now while they are still my goals and they are what I'm working for, working on. So I like to yeah. outline it um, and have short steps. So. I'll create like a general idea of where I want to be in the future or what I want to have. I want to be an entrepreneur, so I know that I want to have my own businesses in the future. So I do things to work towards that every day or every week. So I have a broad goal of where I would want to be. And then I have shorter, short-term goals that align with those long-term goals and will help me get there quicker. quicker. So I outline those short goals and then I check in consistently. I see if I've been implementing the goals and the tasks, the daily tasks that I set for myself and see if what I'm doing is currently working. And then I'll adjust, change things depending on how I change or new things that I learn about what I want for myself. And um, I'll set it up like that. So I think the main thing that is important when setting long-term goals is to set short-term goals in between that you can check up on and make sure that you're staying consistent. Yeah, that leads right into my next question about how you would separate your long-term goals into the four quarters of the year and make it like your mini goals throughout the four quarters. How would you do that? Okay. Um, for separating it into four quarters of the year, so you would have monthly goals or goals that you check up on every three months or so. Um, like I said before, setting SMART goals, the a specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, timely. Make sure that your goals align with that. And then um, 
um yeah what was I about to say yeah <laughs> okay um <laughs> check in often like I said make sure you keep checking in on your goals uh if you have short-term goals set them so that they reach up and they slowly build up to your long-term goal um set goals that you can work towards every day that you can check in often and that are actually measurable so for example if you want to set a start a skincare business um your goal might be to expand your business to reach a certain amount of sales but start slowly set up a business plan at first or then and then next maybe add new products to your shop um Learn about how to get your shop out there, marketing, promoting your business. Set goals that you can work towards and that you have a clear vision of what you are currently doing to achieve that long-term goal. So hope that makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes total sense. I get what you're saying. Like, um, it's always good to check up on your goals like you were saying. Um, every like the four quarters so like each season you can see how you're going and so say if you have in it like a goal to get 400 followers um in the whole year so each season you need to have that short-term goal of having 100 followers each season and so once that keeps going and by the time december comes around you should have the 400 followers because you've been checking in with yourself and doing the things that you said that makes a lot of sense yeah um do you read any self-improvement books for goal achieving? And if so, which ones are your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. So I haven't read many self-improvement books. I usually watch a lot of videos, but I am currently reading High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, um, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. I think this is a really good book because it's not really telling you like the broad habits that everybody tells you to do, journal, meditate wake up at 5 a.m. It's not like that. It's kind of giving you some points to work towards. So some of the things that the book talks about as goals that you want to work towards is seek clarity, generate energy, raise necessity, increase productivity, develop influence, and demonstrate courage. So the book kind of goes deep into each of the points. One of the points that I thought was really uh, important was asking yourself how you want to show up to other people in your life for your family members how do you want them to see you how what words would you want your family to use to describe you or your friends or your co-workers if you have a job or running a business um, it's important to know how you want to show up so that you can work towards becoming I don't want to say the better the best version of yourself because you're already doing so well but to just improve yourself and to expand your knowledge and get better at everything. I think it's important to make sure that you are intentional with everything that you do. And when you're in relationships with other people, you're making sure that you're trying your best to come across as who you want to be. So you want people to describe you as compassionate, then make sure that every conversation you have, you're intentionally trying to be more compassionate to other people. He talks a lot about that in this book. And then also productivity, how to be productive, not just like the general vague work, 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 how to uh, do things that will make you a high performer and do better in all aspects of your life. So 
I didn't actually finish the book, so I can't give a full review, but I think it's really helpful so far. And I've been journaling a lot about some of the points that he talks about, and I find it really helpful for anything in general when it comes to high-performance habits, when it comes to work life or just social life and in general. I think this book is really helpful, so I would recommend it. Yeah, I love how you were saying, um, you were saying, like, how do I want to show up for other people? And I love the questions that you were asking. Like, when you had said, um, how do I want people to describe me? If someone describes me, what words would I want them to use? Those are great journal prompts, like, to kind of find in kind of, like, self-discovery in a way to see how would I want people, um, like, to see me as and how do I want to show myself to people and not like try to show up as as a good version for yourself for other people and people who you care about people who mean a lot to you um that's actually some really great journal prompts and I I really like that thank you so yeah how do you plan on using notion to plan and um go about with your goals okay so I love notion I've been using it for I think about two years maybe now it's really helpful for anything in general. It's literally like you can plan so many different pages along with your life. But for goals in particular, I like to have a page that separates my goals into a few sections. So my goals are separated into um, about seven sections currently, I think. The first one is self, family, friends, money, career, those kind of go together and then hobby and lifestyle so for self some goals that I have for 2022 was to work out at least three times per week um live more in the present so stay more intentional with everything I do like go out in nature more um stretch every day and then journal at least four times a week so I kind of outlined my different aspects of my life and then set goals pertaining to that also had one for family, so I wanted to spend more time with my family and make sure that even with working hard and expanding my business and doing good in school, I always set aside time every day to go downstairs, spend time with my family, and be really intentional when I do. Uh, I also had one for friends. I wanted to expand my social circle a little bit more. I was really quiet last year, and I didn't like that. I didn't really try to forced myself I wouldn't say forced myself but I didn't try to go into social situations I would kind of hide away um so (laughs) this year I tried to reach out more to other people and when I am in social situations actually talk so I did really well with that this year so I'm happy about that but yeah I separated into those sections and then I also have a page where I look at daily and it reminds myself of the goals that I have and I make sure that I check in on these goals at least monthly. I have a few goals that I will look at daily but all of the little subcategories and goals corresponding with these sections I try to make sure I reflect on them every month and see did I work towards this this month? Um, How well did I do with it? I'll make my own journal prompts and kind of get an idea of what I did to work towards my goals that month and how well I was doing and how I can improve next month. So I love Notion. It's really great for planning out goals and making sure that you achieve them by just checking in on it every day. 
Yeah, I I love um, what you said about social situations because that is so me, and I cannot believe someone else has goals about that because I literally, like, last year I made the same exact goal. Like, I want to be more sociable, and here's what I'm going to do to be more sociable. And when you actually, like, kind of do it, it's not that difficult. I feel like my my mind kind of, like, overhypes it and makes it, like, seem really nerve-wracking and stuff because I have a little bit of social anxiety but like in real situations like if I'm like around like 20 people I don't know what I'm gonna say but I'm better like in small groups and stuff like small situations but I completely get what you're saying how you can be with other people but sometimes we just be so quiet and stuff like in class last year and years before I was just so quiet I didn't say anything but this year in class I've been talking a lot and now like I know all these kids in the class I know these people I talk to them all the time it really helps me to like expand my circle in a way and I really get what you're saying and if any of my listeners today want to check out Notion and click on the link in the show notes down below to get started and my last question is I know that you have an Etsy shop because you mentioned it and so do you have any advice for aspiring teen entrepreneurs on getting that started? Okay, I first want to say I'm also so glad that you also relate to having social anxiety and trying to make being yes. more sociable your goal. It is a lot easier when you just try and you do it. I noticed that I wasn't getting as much as anxious as I thought that I would be when I just put myself mm-hmm. in social situations and just try to expand my social circle and just try my best so I did I did a lot better this year so I'm glad somebody relates to that but yeah I do have it can be scary right (laughs) it's not as scary as it seems but (laughs) yeah um I do have an Etsy shop it's called Serene Art Designs Co and I also have TikTok and Instagram those are at Yaya Creates with the Z at the end. Um, I do a lot of drawings on there. My art business actually just dropped a really cool product. It's a calendar, and on each day there's a drawing that's custom made entirely by me. And then alternatively, there's also some cute inspirational quotes. So if you want to look at cute art, cute inspirational quotes, it's a really affordable wall calendar that I have on my Etsy shop. Um, I'm so excited about dropping this. I've been working on so hard on it for the past few months. One of my goals for 2022 was to drop some of these products, and I've actually done it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also doing commissions. So custom art drawings for anybody. I think that's perfect for this holiday season. Um, You can get a cute little drawing for your family members or for yourself to treat yourself. So, yeah. I have my Etsy, my Instagram, and my TikTok. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, everybody, you should go follow her. All of her um, social media account names and her apps will be in the show notes. So just go check it out down there. Um, and I actually looked at your Etsy shop yesterday. And I love the... Um, I don't know what it's called because I can't remember. But it's like a journal almost. And it's like... Um, like a digital drawing that you can get customized and it was so cool like I'm just mind blown thank you so much yeah because I I just I just wonder like how can someone draw that good like how does that work (laughs) yeah it took a lot my first digital drawings were not were not cute but I did practice a lot (laughs) definitely one of my goals so 
I do see improvements. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, like it looks so great. It looks like, um, like literally looks like animation from like a Disney oh, wow. movie. Like it looks so good. Thank you. That means a lot. That yeah, and I was showing my mom. I know that's so random. I showed my mom. I was like, I was like, look how good this art is, and she was like, she was like, yeah, that is actually really great. And she, oh, it's wow. just crazy because we're just so shocked on like how someone can be so good at digital drawing. Wow. You're just, so sweet. So Thank cool. you. It's so cool. So, um, how do you manage doing school and Etsy like at the same time? Okay, so that was definitely something that I did struggle with before because I do have a lot of schoolwork. I do online school and my days usually take about eight hours usually because I have some high level classes that I'm taking currently. So it was hard at first to balance school and Etsy, but I make sure that I know what to prioritize. So I'll wake up pretty early and make sure that I give myself time to kind of relax, chill. I like to have a nice set morning routine for at least an hour to just give myself time before I start my day. And then I'll do my schoolwork and I'll make sure I get that done first before I set aside time for other things like my business. And then I will time block it. I will do my schoolwork, time block that for usually earlier in the day, early evening, early afternoon. And then the evening, I will usually set aside time to draw and film um, my TikToks, my Instagram reels, and then work on improving my Etsy shop and adding different products. Um, I have to make sure that I set a set time for each thing each day or something's most likely not going to get done because I do have a lot of work to do. So um, even with filming, sometimes I do set breaks for my school day to record a reel or a TikTok so that it's sunny outside and I can just kind of get my mind away from schoolwork for a little while. So I make sure that I set aside specific times to do certain things instead of just kind of randomly working on stuff because I noticed that when kind of random with stuff like, oh, I'm going to work on my Etsy shop real quick and then I'm going to go back and do my schoolwork and then I'm going to record this and then send this. I feel like I'm not getting as much done and it's kind of chaotic and unorganized and everything doesn't flow as well. So the main thing that I do to balance, I would say, is just time block and make sure I set the right times for doing certain things and learn when to prioritize things. For school, I'll make sure that if I have something due or something really important I need to get done, I'll prioritize that first and then work on my Etsy shop later because the first, that's my first priority currently is school and not my shop. So I just make sure to prioritize things and then time block my day. Yeah, I I used to like be in that same boat before I started time blocking too. And it can actually be so difficult because I'll be like writing an essay and then I'll go like try to edit this YouTube video and then go back to my essay and then I'll type up a product description really fast. Like my brain can just be all over the place, but I, I get like what you're saying exactly. Like time blocking is a real game changer. When you like time block what you're gonna do for each hour of the day, it schedules everything out. So I'm like, if I have the urge to like <laughs> edit a YouTube video or something while I'm doing my schoolwork, I'll be like, well, I have a set time to edit YouTube videos today, so I'll do that then. And I love just the concept of time blocking. Whoever created that needs to be praised because like time blocking, yeah, time blocking is just so helpful. Um, 
how do you, like, do you have any advice for, like, people or teenagers who want to start a business? Like, how they would go about, like, the first few steps? Okay, that is a really good question. So, I would say the first thing that you should do if you want to start a business is to find out what you're passionate about. Um, there's a method, I believe it's called Ikigai, but you kind of write down your hobbies, things that you're interested in, and then think about kind of how that could serve others. I think that businesses should focus on serving other people. Of course, you want it to be correlated with your own goals, your own intentions, um, how you want it to show up. It should be outlined around you, but businesses, whether it's a service or a product, it should be targeted towards a specific group of people that kind of align with your goals and you want to help them become a better version of themselves through services or products. Um, Of course, it doesn't have to be health and wellness themed, but that is kind of what I'm going for. I like art and interested in expressing different kinds of people and their differences. That is one of the main goals of my business. So I think just finding exactly what you're passionate about and how you can help others with your passion is the first step to starting your business. And then just do research. So I did a lot of research. I actually had a small business in 2020. August of 2020, it was a self-care line where I would sell lip gloss, um, lip scrubs, these cute little self-care packs of inspirational quotes, because that was also something I was still passionate about way back then. almost three years ago. But yeah, just find what you're passionate about and then do research on where to sell it. Uh, I do recommend Etsy for people who are just getting started. If you don't know how to create a website, that's a really good resource. But the main thing is to find your focus, find who you want to target, your target audience. What kind of people do you want to buy your product? And then think about what those people would want and do research on those type of people, your target audience, and other products that are similar to yours or services. So um, just a lot of research, basically, and finding what you're passionate about. I think those are the main things for starting a business and seeing how it can fit into your current lifestyle without stressing you out too much. Because it is hard to start a, a business in high school or when you're young. It is a lot of work. So just Find what you're passionate about and use your passions to start something that you feel really strongly about. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree with that. I had to do a lot of research for mine, too, um, with my lip gloss stuff because I had no idea how to start. And so I had to look up stuff like on Google, like um, ingredients, where it's like affordable ingredients. And then like they had a bunch on Amazon. I had to watch YouTube videos on how to do it. It's a lot of research and a lot of work that goes into creating a business that a lot of people don't realize that's how much work goes into it. But it's actually like, it can be like literally a full-time job. That's how much work it is. Like it's emails. Um, if you make your own website, you have to work on your website. If you do Etsy, um, I know with Etsy you have to like um because my sister has an Etsy shop and it's so cool because I was telling her about your Etsy shop too but she has an Etsy shop and she has like Cricut designs and so I was asking her about hers but she said with Etsy sometimes um it can be tedious for her I think this is just her (laughs) it can be tedious for her to upload listings on her laptop and so I was like I want to open an Etsy an Etsy shop but I was like I need to find somebody who 
knows how to do an Etsy shop. And so that reminded me of you. It seems like your Etsy shop is going so well and like your Etsy shop is just so just so upbeat all the time because I follow your Etsy shop so when I see it and when I see new products and stuff it's always like like a good message coming out of your products and I always think that is so cool to see with different businesses especially um, businesses that are like um, teenage businesses it's always so cool to see how people put in so much work into their business and just like your business as a whole is really really impressive it's really nice i really do it is tedious to upload listings i do agree with that too and etsy is expensive it does take some of your profit away from you and it's supposed to kind of promote your products so that comes up in a search engine for people looking for things similar to that but that's also a problem if you don't have a lot of listings or a lot of products on your shop etsy will not show other people your products so it is a lot of work. You do have to do a lot of research, even if you are selling on Etsy, a platform like that, of how to get sales, how to promote your business. It does take a lot of work, but thank you for uh, that about my shop. It does mean a lot because I did work really, really hard on creating listings, and I want it to reflect my reflect me and what I like and what I want for other people and all about self-improvement and embracing yourself how you are those are things that I'm really passionate about so I'm really excited that my Etsy shop is starting to do well and that people like it so thank you so much yeah you can totally see how much work you put into it and how much it means to you and how much it reflects you when you just look at it you can see all those different things and it's just it's so nice to see like how it's you're really like this means so much to you and you're putting in like your everything to it and it's it's really you can notice it when you look at it and you can see how much work you put into it and it's really really cool because um like it's it's not like you just halfway do things and stuff i see other etsy shops they just like they maybe put a nice photo but they don't have like a nice description you always have a good photo and a nice description and it's always like just top notch and i'm always like oh my gosh this this girl plans out her day perfectly to have time to do all this Thank stuff. Thank you so much. That really means a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Um, so do you mind plugging in your socials so that everybody can know where to follow you at? And if you guys do forget, it's in the show notes, but do you mind just telling everybody one more time? Okay, um, okay sure. Um, on Etsy, it's Serene Art Designs Co. So you can search that up in the search engine or like she said it'll probably be in the um show notes and then my tiktok and instagram is yaya creates so that's yaya creates with a z at the end y-a-y-a-c-r-e-a-t-e-z um i post a lot about art and on my stories a lot about health and wellness and mental health so if you're interested in that you can definitely follow me if you want to and yeah Thank you so much for joining me today. This was so fun. Like, it doesn't even feel like it's been, um, like, 35 minutes. It feels like it's only been maybe, like, 15 because, like, this was so fun. It was, like, a just, like, a conversation between us, and it was super fun. And thank you so much for joining today. I had so much fun. Right. Thank you so much for having me. I also had a lot of fun. I did not notice how much time went by. So thank you for having me on your podcast. I I really appreciate it. Of course.
Thank you to Notion for sponsoring the portion of today's episode. As a high school student, there's a lot of preparation, note-taking, organizing, and planning that goes into my life. I get questions all the time on how I organize my high school life with my YouTube life and my Pinterest, everything. I love to use the app Notion to organize it. Whether you're in middle school, you're in high school, whether you're a YouTuber, Notion is the app for you. Notion allows me to create tables, databases, calendars, to-do lists, and so much more all in the power of one tiny app. Notion has a free version that you can try or you can start off big and bring it home with a paid plan. It starts at $8, literally so affordable for so many features. And less than $10, like that is so unheard of in today's world. As a student, I don't necessarily have the time to work a 9 to 5 job, so this fits right into my budget. You may be wondering what makes the paid plan so much different than the free plan. Well, the paid plan includes everything from the free version, but it also has unlimited blocks for teams. This is great for when you're working on a school project and everyone can work together unitedly. Also, there's unlimited file uploads. The free version allows your files, your pictures, and your PDFs that you may put into your Notion to be up to 5 MB, but with this affordable $8 plan, it's absolutely unlimited. You can add however many pictures you want without a restriction of stopping. I can also invite up to 100 guests, and I have 30-day page history because I am so clumsy. I would delete stuff by accident all the time. I'm so happy now that I have the $8 plan, and I have hope on getting my things back from recently deleted. There are so many features that go into this plan, and I would totally recommend it. I use Notion myself every day and it has played a huge part of my life and it can also play a huge part in your life as well. Click the link in the show notes down below to get started. Once again, thank you Notion for sponsoring this portion of the episode. Now let's get right back into the episode. That was literally so fun. I loved having her on this episode. Let me know if you guys want some more collab episodes because I definitely am interested in doing more of them. That was literally so fun. But I asked you guys some Q&A questions over my Pinterest on goal achieving and planning. So I'm going to answer those now. The first question is, how are you planning to achieve your goals? So I'm going to tell you guys how I plan to achieve my goals for 2023. So first, I'm going to write down my goals and write down each step that I'll take to achieve them. Also, I'm going to write my mini goals for my four quarters of the year. So an example of four quarters of the year would be if you want 400 followers split up each quarter of the year into getting 100 followers. So the quarters are the different seasons of the year. So there's winter, spring, summer, fall. So you would try to get 100 followers each season to equal your 400 followers in the year. So that is a great way to plan out your goals and try to see and envision it. Also, um, as I was reading Atomic Habits by James Clear, the book I was talking about earlier, it's a great book, definitely recommend it, but he mentioned that when you're setting goals and habits, people usually set outcome-based habits, which focuses on what we want to achieve, but we should be setting identity-based habits. These are focusing on who we want to become rather than what we want to accomplish. He gave a great example in the book. He said that there are two smokers that are trying to quit smoking. One is offered a cigarette and says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. When the second one is offered a cigarette, he says, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. Remember that they are both trying to quit smoking, but the first one is focusing on what they want to achieve. And the second one is focusing on who they are becoming as a person. And he said that... He said he's not a smoker anymore because that was his old life and he's becoming a better version of himself. He's letting go of his past self. And I love that example so much because it really drives home the point on creating identity-based habits and really letting that sink in. Another example is two readers. So if two people who want to start reading more go to a library, someone asks them, 
oh, are you a reader? Then the one person, like the outcome-based goal would say, no, I'm trying to get into reading. But the one with the identity-based habit would be like, yeah, I'm a reader because that's who they want to become. And they're not making um, like outcome-based goals, if you know what I'm saying. It is such a good example. I didn't say it quite as best as he did in the book, but I'm trying to get the point across. And I think you guys got it. It's a really good example. And this book is a total eye-opener. I really do recommend it. Again, it is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. The second question is, how do you get motivated to work on your goals? Like what inspires you? So I like to make Pinterest boards and vision boards to help me get excited and motivated for my future life. I'll even watch TikToks of people on their wellness journeys and listening to motivational podcasts and videos. So I love to make um, little Pinterest boards on like my future life and things that I would like to accomplish that really keeps me motivated to work on my goals. The next question is, what can you do to keep yourself calm and relaxed when achieving goals? So what I like to do is to write down my goal, write down what I'm going to do to achieve it, and do one thing every day to get closer to that goal, then just let it go. Once you do all that you can at the moment to achieve your goal, literally just let it go. This is the key when manifesting your dream life, for real. Like when you write down in script what you want for your life in detail, then just let it go and just let yourself feel like you already have what you want and I just love that so much just letting go of what you can do at the moment so like for me um I applied for college a couple days ago and I'm so excited um and I'm waiting for like a missions counselor to email me back so I did what I could I applied for my college I did everything that I could do now I'm just gonna let it go and wait for them to email me back and so that is a great example of just letting go and how it is so big and manifesting your dream life the next question is how do you keep from procrastinating so for me just seeing the end result and the happy feeling that you'll have when your goal is achieved really keeps me motivated and keeps me from procrastinating looking at my dream life board or my 2023 me board on pinterest really keeps me motivated and stops me from procrastinating i ultimately believe before you even set a goal and try to work towards it you need to master the importance of habit habit is what makes a goal an example is if you set a goal to have a clean room then you have to build the habit of tidying up and cleaning up after yourself if you achieve that goal just once without using habit you will fall back into the same rut you were in before of not cleaning your room habits are so important to master and also the system of your habits in the book atomic habits i'm obsessed with it i know james clear gives a great example and first of all um his website is so cool by the way go check it out um it's it's just as good as the book but he gives a great example of this when he said think about two sports teams they both have the goal of winning but one wins over the other because of their systems. You can set goals and say you want to do this and that all day, but until you create and change your systems, you're doomed. So you will stay in the same way until you change your system and the way that you achieve that goal. Your systems are the process that you take to achieve your goal. So one team system is the coach telling them to win and giving them pep talks. Another team system is practicing the sport daily, researching the opposing team's player, etc. So they both have the same goal of winning, but one has a different system of researching the opposing team, practicing the sport, and doing more than just the coach telling them to win and giving them pep talks. 
and you can see how one has a clearly different system. So building habits that align with your goals really keep you from procrastinating. I absolutely love that so much for Rue. Because in the book, he really goes on and explains how you have to master habit before you can even try to attempt to achieve goals. So I love that so much. And yeah, that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Let me know if you guys want more collab episodes because I would love to do that. If you are a Spotify listener, answer the Q&A question and the poll question. I love doing those to engage you guys with the podcast. Go follow me on my social media platforms, which are all in the show notes down below. And also, I'm going to give you guys a freebie right now. So just look in the show notes down below click on the google forms link and type in the things on there because i have to ask you um some questions so i can personalize the goal page for you guys so i can put your name on and stuff it's gonna be so cute and just answer the questions in there and i will give you the freebie asap i'll send it to you as soon as i can and i'm so excited for you guys to have the free ebook and the free um goal achieving paper i'm so excited for you guys to have it because it's literally the cutest thing ever i'm so excited and yeah just go click on it right now get your free ebook and your free little goal achieving paper that you can print out and achieve your goals with them make sure to tag me in your pinterest pins if you do print it out and when you write down your goals and write down your process of achieving goals tag me in it because i would love to see it and also tag me in um your, if you like the ebook and stuff if you make me pins about the ebook tag me in it so that i can see it i would love to see it, it seems so fun but yeah thank you guys so much for listening please feel free to rate and review over apple Podcasts and spotify and i will talk to you guys soon bye